Today is an important um, idea in the whole question of when the reasons for a gazera no longer apply, to what extent are we still bound by the by the gazera? Um, and the Gemara says on Daf Ein Zayin Amud Beis, Tana Debei Menashe, Rabbi Shmuel Gamliel Amei Medicha Isha Yada Achat Kama Bemaim Benotenet Pat Latinok Veina Chosheshet. A woman can wash her one hand on Yom Kippur in order to give food to a baby. They said about Shammai Azaken, he didn't want to do that. And different issues as to what exactly he didn't want to do. Did he not want to wash his one hand? Did he not want to give the child food? Did he want somebody else to give the child food? It doesn't really matter. But And they made exera that he should wash both his hands and he should feed the child. My timer, what's the reason for this concern? The reason is because of uh, Shibata, uh, which Rashi explains um, uh, is a Ruach Ra'ash Shora Al Halechem. A kind of negative force is, is on the food. Which you touch in the morning without having done, without having washed your hands. There's this negative force that, that attaches to the food. Lechem. Ala lechem. This force attaches to the food. Veshem hashed shibata. And the name of this particular force is shibata. Says Tosfus. He brings Rashi. Ruach Rashorel ayadayim shenotalan shachrit. Notice he brings, the Tosfus brings, quotes Rashi differently from the way uh, we have it. Our Rashi says the Ruach Roa is on the bread, and Tosfus quotes that it's on the hands. When we're just talking about washing your hands in the morning of Yom Kippur, that's got nothing to do with feeding babies. Anybody can do that. You're allowed to wash your hands in the morning. Why? It's no different to having dirt on your hands. If you have dirt on your hands, you're allowed to wash your hands. If you have dirt anywhere on your body, you're allowed to wash that off. That's not called a washing for pleasure. You just wash it off. Um, an amazing chidush of Rabbeinu Tam. There's nothing more filthy than having hands where you haven't washed your hands yet. You're not allowed to touch your face. So what's, the, what's a more, more dirty state of being than hands that you can't even touch your face? What, are you supposed to sit the whole of Yom Kippur and not touch your face because you haven't washed your hands? It's, it doesn't make sense. This is no, no worse than lichluch, than dirt on your hands. So although it's a spiritual thing, you can't see the dirt. But it has the same din as dirt. And therefore you can wash your hands. You've just got to be careful that you only wash up to the edges of your fingers and not your whole hand because that's where this Ruach Ra is. The Shibata de Hacha further on Tosfus says, Inanacheru, this Shibata of Al Gomorrah has got nothing to do with Negovah. So this has got nothing to do with washing your hands in the morning. That's Shurela Ochel Kishibali ten Patlitinuk Badalud Vehe Shanim, Vechonaktoim Lonatariadav Botasha. This is another thing that if you give food to a child of four or five years old and you haven't washed your hands immediately before giving the child the food, it can throttle the child. Even if you did negavasa, this is an additional thing. That if you're feeding the child, you have to be careful to wash your hands before you feed the child. 
washing their hands before they give a child to eat, because that Ruach Ra doesn't exist in our, in our areas, in our cities and in our countries, that Ruach Ra doesn't exist. It's the same as nowadays, we're not worried about Gilui, which is liquid, which has been left un- uncovered overnight, and we're not worried about Zugot. You remember we learned about Zugot back in Eruvin, I think it was, um, and not to have, not to eat pairs of things. There should be odd numbers, not even numbers. And we had that funny story with the guy who was divorced, who divorced his wife. It was a very, very comical story in the Gemara. Um, but, but now says the Rabbeinu Tam, we're not worried about these things because those particular issues don't apply. And the Shulchan Aruch Paskins that way. Mashkim shnit galu asrum chachamim dechayshin and shemashatan nachash mehem vetil behem eris. Uh, any any drink, any water, any liquid which has been left galuya overnight, we can't drink because of the, uh, we're concerned that insects and and poisonous insects and snakes could have uh, poisoned the water. And the Shulchan Aruch adds, And now we live in cities where you don't have snakes all over the place drinking your water at night, and and therefore it's mutar, says says the Shulchan Aruch. The pre then goes into an amazing piece of pre where he examines this whole issue of when it is also or it isn't, and he starts off asking, for example, um, there are a lot of halachas about Erev Pesach, which are because of the Korban Pesach, the Isu Melacha, and that you've got to start learning all Hilchus Pesach 30 days before Pesach. A lot of that has to do with Korban Pesach. Today there isn't a Korban Pesach, but the halachas still apply. And also with Gvinas Akum. A hard cheese, which is a rennet-based cheese. Even if the rennet is kosher, even if they use vegetarian rennet, which is true with a lot of cheeses today, it's still also. It's not because of the trephus of the rennet. And non-vegetarian variant is not kosher. But even if they use rennet that is the vegetarian, hard cheese made by a goy is also. And that's even though the reasons for which it was originally instituted might not apply, but you can't undo the, the gezero um, once the gezero is established. Even though the reason no longer exists, the takona still exists. So what is Rabbeinu Tam saying? That we don't have snakes, so, so you can drink the water which is golu. He asks the pre-chodosh. That's not, um, and the Shulchan Aruch passes that way, ask the pre-chodosh, but we see so often that even if the reason no longer applies, the the prince of the halacha still applies. And that's why, by the way, when Rabbi Moshe Feinstein was matir milk in, in, a, in the United States, in his second shuva, the reason he, does, he doesn't say you don't, you don't have to worry about Chol of Yisrael nowadays because, uh, because there's proper governance over the milk. He says because the milk in the United States, due to the governance, is Chol of Yisrael. He doesn't say you don't have to worry about Chol of Yisrael. He says that that is classified, and he goes through the whole thing as to why he classifies it as Chol of Yisrael, a very innovative shuva. Goes the Chodesh goes on to say that he then asks all sorts of questions where we see that there are things we don't do anymore. And then he brings a run from, from Avodah Zorah based on a Tosfus and who, who explains Hani Mili that the cases where this applies that the, the Gezerah remains even if the reason is no longer there 
להתיר אותם שיהיה בהם טעם האיסור לכתחילה אף על פי שבטל עכשיו, אבל אותם שלא היה בהם טעם האיסור מעולם, שרו בלו מעניין אחר. But if the reason for the Isur never applied, even when they made the Gezeiro, the particular reason didn't apply, then, then we can do away with it in situations where it isn't there. And I'll explain that in a moment. He goes on, for example, Mayim Achronim. Mayim Achronim, the reason given in Chazal is because of Melech Sodomis, because of this very, very potent salt from Sodom. And it's not, we don't have it. little, And therefore, here we've got a makor for those people who don't do Mayim Achronim. Says the Pre-Chodesh, we don't, we're not knowing to do Mayim Achronim. Some people do it only on Shabbos for reasons, for, for, for particular reasons. Um, and, uh, and, and then the Gemara, then he brings our Gemara in Yuma. Medicha isha yadachat b'mayim v'notenet patlatinoik, etc. V'katvusham b'tosu shuruach sheshora la'ochel kushbalitim patlatinoik, and so on. And then he says, "Umash olam ein nizarim achshav mizel efishen otaru achra shora beilu amalchut k'moshe nizarin agilu v'halazugos v'niru eliyashiv dezed the shibata af bizman atalmud lo nitpashech bechol hamkomot." This shibata thing didn't exist everywhere. So already in the time of the gezeira, it was partial. They made the gezeira for certain situations. Now we can decide whether our situation matches the ones where the gezeira was made. or match the ones where the Gezeira was not made. So where the Gezeira was made only for specific localities or for specific conditions, we're free to decide our conditions are similar to the ones at the time of the Gezeira where the Gezeira wasn't made. But if it's a blanket Gezeira made over the whole world, even if the reason for the Gezeira no longer exists, we have to keep it. So we have to be able to be mechalik. We have to be able to separate and, and differentiate between those Gezeiras, which were blanket Gezeiras, which we have to keep no matter what, and those Gezeiras which were specific, which we can now decide whether our situation fits into that or not. Um, the Vilna Gaon cuts, cuts through the whole issue of the Prichodosh. You can see how long the Prichodosh is. And the Bir Agros is just in a few words. Uh, and he brings out Toysfus, he, he brings uh, an, an, an Toysfus in Aved Zora. ושאר מקומות, ואין כאן משום דבר שבמניין שלא נגזרה לכתחילה, אלא במקום דיש משום גילוי. גילוי was only instituted in those places where there are these snakes and insects. But where there aren't these snakes and insects, there wasn't מדיקמרינה, יין מבושל, אין בו משום גילוי. You see, the Gemara itself says, if the wine is מבושל, there's not a problem with גילוי. So you see that when they instituted the law, they did it only in situations where there's a real concern of insects. And snakes and things like that. But where there isn't, like Yain Mavushal, they didn't, says the Vilna Gon. You see from there that where, where there aren't such insects and snakes, we don't have to worry about the Gezeira, which includes our days and our places. It wasn't a blanket issue. So he goes according to the same way as the Prichodosh goes in his conclusion, but he brings it from a, a simple raya from the din of, of Yain Mavushal. The Rambam brings Gilui. He brings the, the din of Yain Mavushal, that if the, if the wine is Mavushal, Gilui doesn't apply. But still, he says, Gilu, he, he passes Gilui. He doesn't say today it doesn't apply. Is that because in, in his area, in Mitzrayim, it, there, there were such issues, or does the Rambam hold? This is not something one can play around with. It's interesting that in the Maiser Rav, the Maiser Rav is a very important sefer. The Maiser Rav was, uh, was re- written really by two people. Rabsadia was a Talmud of the Vilna Gaon, 
and uh, Rabbi Yisachar Bear was the Talmud of, of the Vilna Gaon. The bulk of the Maaseh Rav was written by Rabbi Sadia, and it was edited and added to by Rabbi Yisachar Bear, both Talmudim of the Vilna Gaon. But the important thing that makes the Maaseh Rav important, Maaseh Rav are things the Vilna Gaon was Nohek. So it goes through all the Minhagi of the Rav, the way he actually did things, the way he actually davened, the, the, the halachas he actually kept. And the, um, the reason that the Maaseh Rav is so important is because the Mishnah Bura, for example, quotes it hundreds of times. The Oroch HaShulchan quotes it. The Chaya Odom quotes it. So we know that it's reliable by the people who quote it and the people who use it. And the, um, in the Maaseh Rav, it says, Giloi Osur The Vilna Gorn was very makpid with Giloi. Even though we've got the Hagoros Hagro. Uh, the Bir Agro on Shulchan Aruch, where he says today we don't have to worry about it. The Maaseh Rav says he did. And this difference between the Maaseh Rav and the Vilna Gaon is an, is an important thing to, to understand. I'll just take a, a minute to go into it. There is a story that the Vilna Gaon, there was a Talmud of the Vilna Gaon who used to serve him, and he used to always bring him water fresh from the pump outside because he knew how the Vilna Gaon was Macbeth. One day there was a terrible storm outside, and he brought him water from a barrel that had stay, stayed overnight. After Shachris, the Vilna Gaon said to him, you must have given me water that was, that was Megula overnight because I couldn't concentrate in the Davni. So you see that it, it's, it has some spiritual force. It's not just about the poison of the snakes. There are other reasons for it. And in the Maiserav, the Tosefis Maiserav, which was a slightly different version of the Maiserav, it's brought that the Vilna Gaon said, we don't know the reasons. Chazal give us the basic reason that it was instituted for. But when the Chachomim were on Masakin Xero, there are many more reasons that they institute, which we don't know, and we can't reason with it. And that's why we have to stay with it, even if the basic reason is no, is no longer there. There are two different approaches. There's a sefer called Aliyah Eliyahu by Rabbi Yeshua Heshel Levin, um, who was uh, related to the to the Tziv uh, and to Rabbi Chaim Valojna, but a very controversial person who wrote a sefer called Aliyah Eliyahu about the biography of the Vilna Gaon. And in that, he quotes from the Pe'es HaShulchon, um, which is um, Rabbi Sroh Mishkalov, which was one of, who was one of the, the later Talmudim of the Vilna Gaon, but the one who actually brought the Bira Gro into publication, an amazing person, Rabbi Sroh Mishkalov. And he quotes Rabbi Sroh Mishkalov as saying that the Bira Gro on the Shulchan Aruch, he wrote when he was 40, when he was less than 40. He was a young man when he wrote the Bira Gro. And later on, he changed his mind about certain things. So if you see later on that he's changed, that he writes differently, you've got to go by the later things. So according to Rabbi Yisrael Mishkalov, the Maiser Rav would overrule the Biur Agro. The Chazunish was very opposed to that. The Chazunish said the Biur Agro, if the Vilna Gaon disagreed with the Shulchan Aruch, he would say so. Uh, Rabbi Yisrael Mishlov say, says that often the Vilna Gaon is just explaining the Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch says that nowadays Gilu is mutter. So the Vilna Gaon says, where does the Shulchan Aruch get that from? Where does it come from? So he gives the reason. That doesn't mean he's paskening that way. The Chazanish says if the Vilna Gaon is not paskening like the Shulchan Aruch, he says so very, very clearly. He makes it very clear that that's what he's, that he's disagreeing. And if he doesn't disagree, then he's paskening like the Shulchan Aruch. So there are different views. I'm going to ask a friend of mine, is Rabbi David uh, Kamenetsky, is the son of Rabbi Shmuel Kamenetsky, the grandson of Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky. And he's a, an expert in Vilna Gaon. He's written a wonderful sefer on, on research on the Vilna Gaon's forum. So I'm going to ask him in this particular case how we, how we resolve this, where you've got a clear Maise Rav that is uh, different from what the Vilna Gaon writes in, in Bir Agro. But we see that attitude that the Vilna Gaon had, that when Chazal and Mesachim, we've got to take the Takona very seriously for reasons far beyond the reasons that were given in the original, in the original Takona.